You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American. Recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello, welcome to a new episode of Eric's America. I'm actually recording this uh, pretty late at night because I'm uh, packed and I uh, have to leave to head to the very southern tip of Texas to go back to work. Ugh, never a good time. Um, hey, you know, with any luck, maybe, just maybe, I can start doing more of the podcast and not have to drag all over the country for work, at least not for my current job, but you know, Hey, a guy can dream, right? Can always dream. Anyway, what all do we have? Uh, we've got, um, Biden losing his mind as usual. Uh, let's see. Nancy, uh, gets busted. Um, more BLM, of course, all kinds of fun. Um, yes. And I, you know, it has been insane. I do not know where, Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> I don't know where his brain went here. Uh, this I'll start off pretty quick with it today. Uh, this was him uh, talking about uh, feeling safe, and uh, we'll see what the hell happened to him. I have no idea. It is uh, quite, quite nuts. Donald Trump. COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken more than one hundred years. Look, here's. The lives, it's just, it's when you think about it, more lives this year than any other year for the past 100 years. More than 180,000 lives in just six months. An average of 1,000 people dying every day in the month of August. Well, I mean, 1,000 people a day for the entire month of August. Hmm. Well, hmm. Let me think about that for a second. Um, damn, Joe. Not only did you completely lose your mind in the middle of it, uh, which you did, uh, and have no idea what he's talking about, but he did get one thing right. Coronavirus has killed more people this year than it ever has before. Maybe because Corona's never been around before. Uh, and there's a lot of shit with the numbers. I'm sorry to tell people. I mean, I know that uh, they always figure in, you know, if, uh, you know, coronavirus, you know, factored in along with other comorbidities, then it would be corona. Same with the flu, same with other things. But the flu deaths went away. The pneumonia deaths went away. So there's no way to really know how many people it killed. Honestly, it itself alone killed 10,000 people. Okay. Um, but we always factor in other other deaths if you're really sick and then you get covid and that pushes you over the edge it's one of the factors of death uh it, it happens the flu and everything else it's just a lot of people have been really suspicious about the fact that all of a sudden pneumonia deaths and flu deaths and all those deaths have went down but did you hear at the end <sighs> i mean i can do the math can you do the math a thousand people a day for 30 days is how many everybody Thirty thousand, right yeah, last I checked. 
So um, maybe a few short, Joe. Um, I have no idea. But uh, your math skills, uh, well, they just suck. Apparently, uh, all of his skills suck anymore. Um, and then, of course, not long after that, he followed uh, Trump uh, to Kenosha. Um, why? I'm not really sure. I guess he thought he didn't want to be left out. He wanted to follow along. And uh, that creates, you know, uh, just it looks kind of sad, really. It really does. Uh, but uh, he had a few interesting things to say while he was in Kenosha. Some uh, really interesting rewriting of history. And uh, we're going to take a listen to uh, that as well, because it's some really interesting stuff that I don't think anybody knew. And you know me, I love history, so I wanted to know, too. And we're going to check that out. People fear that's what's, that which is different. We got to, for example, why in God's name don't we teach history in history classes? That's a good point, a Joe. Why don't we? Well, no, I mean, we knew a lot, Joe, uh, but apparently we didn't know that a black guy invented the light bulb instead of Thomas Edison. Um, correction, we're going to do a slight fact check. Uh, Thomas Edison uh, invented the light bulb, yes, and he was using platinum and tungsten for uh, filaments, and uh, yeah, uh, that's not changing. I mean, we can't just change history. Louis Glatimer, a uh, black guy, did invent the carbon filament to make it uh, last a little longer and much more cost effective. Um, but I guess it wouldn't have mattered if there wasn't a light bulb to put it in. But this doesn't end. I mean, Biden goes on to talk about uh, first chance in a generation to take a slice out of institutional racism. Um, yeah, he's just saying words that have no meaning. Institutional racism is a word coined by an activist who wanted to shift the definition of racism from what everyone knows to be racism, which is you discriminate or think of the inferiority or superior superiority of people based on their color, which you know, we've all decided that's bad and we shouldn't do it. Uh, but this basically says that all systems that don't tr don't have equal outcomes uh, is racist, which is just crazy, crazy talk. I mean, it's just insane. I mean, that's what we're dealing with. Just crazy talk because there is no system that makes everything equal. There isn't one. There isn't one that you could make. The only one that you could possibly make is by basically taking everyone's everything and just have everybody living on the street in a hut and no one can ever go anywhere, do anything, ever own anything, ever do, you know, basically just keep everybody in a field standing beside each other, no clothes, no anything. That is the only system that you could ever make that would make everything perfectly equal is by depriving everyone of everything. So can we stop saying stupid words and crazy talk and actually talk about real things? But apparently that's not okay. And it's not, possible anymore i mean we just can't do that anymore and it has bled over so bad that is absolutely just disgusting to listen to 
we have deified and martyred rapists, felons, who are just not really good people that have done nothing to lift society up. I mean, when is anyone going to look in the mirror? And I'm sorry that people somehow have jumped on this train and don't want to hop off the train. But I'm sorry, this is not the 1950s. This is not the 1850s. And I know that everybody thinks it's really cool and really hip to jump on this, you know, woke bandwagon. And we're going to be so awesome because we're going to slap BLM on everything. And it means so much. And if you don't understand it, well, you're just dumb or you just don't get it or you're just white. It is disgusting. No, I do not support communism, Marxism. I do not support the fact that we should destroy families. I do not see any merit in only lifting one group of people. There is no merit in forcing 90% of the population to only live like 10% of the population chooses to. Now, if you want equal and equality, that's fine. We can treat everyone exactly the same, and I'm fine with that. If you want to talk about older crime bills that you know now have been taken away that targeted certain minority groups for certain things, that's fine. We've had that conversation, obviously, and those things are starting to change. Look at the First Step Act. The biggest step in this country, if you really want to make a black life matter, that would be a black father. Because 85% of black children do not have a father in their life. And that is the life that matters. And their fathers weren't in their lives. And that's how we've got to this point. And I don't care what anyone wants to say about that. That's just the truth. And I wasn't the only one to say it. It's been said by many people, including Barack Obama, the socialist asshole from hell. And before anybody jumps on me, no, I didn't have a problem with Barack Obama because he was black. I had a problem with him because he's a socialist and he set us back 50 years and what we had gained as a colorblind society. There are problems. There are problems with culture. There are. You can't fix those with legislation. I'm sorry. And just by discriminating against a whole new group of people, does not fix the culture that has gotten us here. That has gotten us to the point where young black men, the number one cause of death is being shot and killed by other black men. Where the hell is the racism in that? Are you saying the black men that shoot, shoot the other black men are racist? The problem is not racist cops, nor racist white people. The problem is a culture that has allowed things to go so far down and a party that has exacerbated and promoted these terrible ideas like promoting fatherless homes to the point that now it is a complete and utter disaster. And if you don't think that I can speak on this or I'm not telling the truth because I'm white, go listen to some very, very intelligent black commentators, you know, thinkers that have the exact same story. 
Larry Elder's one. He's very good at it. Bob Woodson, Thomas Sowell. You know, I'm not the first person to say it, and I'm definitely not, you know, alone. But it is the truth. What I find so disturbing is the fact that people have just jumped on this and forcing it on everyone else and trying to make a case on lies. I understand that it could be frustrating because when you are targeted for how you look, for anyone who knows me or have seen pictures of me or anything like that, you know that I do not look like a uh, button-down suit-wearing conservative by any stretch of the imagination. I have tattoos, I have piercings, I wear jewelry, I have long hair, wear ripped jeans, usually a band shirt or a sleeveless shirt because I wanted nothing more than to be a rock star my entire life and that's the way I feel comfortable. It's kind of who I am. And yes, I've driven sports cars and gotten pulled over because I was a young guy with long hair, piercings, and tattoos who was driving a, a sports car. I've had my vehicle searched. Oh, by the way, I'm not black. You see, you have to live with the reality that because a certain group of people, whether it be people that look like me or people that look like you, tend to break the law a lot more than other people, well, then that's who the police are looking for because they're trying to prevent future crime. Now, what you can do is be following the law and not be doing things that are against the law. And guess what? Nothing happens. This whole idea that all black people in America are just cowering and, and scared every day that they're just going to get hunted down and shot. Well, that's that's just not true. And it's absolutely insane. And most of the people, not just black, but white people, because by the way, yes, I grew up in Southern West Virginia. I then moved to Michigan and I lived in a predominantly black neighborhood for a while. So I can tell you there is fear when you go outside, but it's not from the police. It's not from the police at all. People were shot and killed. The house across the street from where I lived, they had almost killed a young boy. Mother had a disabled son and an older son who sold drugs. Some guys from a gang came by and shot up the house, almost killed the disabled son, almost killed the mother. So yeah, there is fear, but it's not from the police. It's just ridiculous and it's absolutely insulting and it's disgusting and I'm sick of hearing it. You want to take a slice out of institutional racism. If you really want to change the quality of, of life for many minorities in this country, namely black America, encourage fathers and not just encourage them, encourage them to lead by example. Stop encouraging single mothers to keep fathers away from their children. And I don't mean by just monetarily 
taking care of your children by any stretch of the imagination. A check is not a father. Yeah, it may help for certain things, but there is so much more that can never be paid for, never be paid for, and never can be fully corrected until fathers show up. Now, before I get a lot of flack for being sexist, I do not mean that mothers are not important by anybody's imagination. And it's sad that I have to continually fight both sides of this battle. Mothers and fathers have two different roles. And yes, it depends on the sex of the children, which role they have. But they are both very, very extremely important. And they both need to be there, not just financially, but for all the examples and the structure in the raising of a child, whether you are together in the home or not. Of course, ideally, it would all work out and everyone would have a happy leave it to beaver home. And that is not the case all the time. And we understand that. But just because you're not in the same home does not mean you can't co-parent. And that is the most important thing. And if you want to really change the lives, that's what you do. That is an initiative that could truly change the hardships in America. So that's the first point. Second of all, I get so tired. Oh my goodness. You have Biden and he is one of the biggest examples who stands up and talking about, Oh, first time in a century we can, or yeah, in a century we can take a slice out of institutional racism. Well, I got a question, Joe, you've been in government for almost half of that century. You're talking about, why the fuck haven't you done anything? I mean, you suddenly woke up in 2020 and figured out there was a problem that you should have fixed 47 years ago when you started in Congress. But of course, now you're going to fix it. Sorry. I mean, how much problem is there? And don't get me wrong, there are problems. But nothing you're going to do can fix it. And all you do is cause more and more and more destruction, turmoil, and the better chance that this will never, ever get straightened out. What the Democratic Party, BLM, and Antifa are accomplishing right now is creating a whole new generation of racists. That is all you're doing right now. You are tanking the careers of many professional athletes because if this keeps up, there's not going to be professional teams anymore because they can't afford it because people aren't watching and are going to continue not to watch. And I'm afraid the same thing is probably going to happen to college football because Saturday I turned it on. Now my team doesn't play till next week and that's a whole nother story. They, they came out and a lot of people were really upset that they put the BLM sticker on. And at this point, my whole thing is I think these are, young kids and I blame the coaches and the people in their lives that should be taking care of educating people about things are just, they're just fumbling the ball. Sorry, but you're fumbling the ball. You're not doing your job. You should educate people and it should be the truth. And it doesn't matter if that truth benefits whatever party affiliation you have, or it doesn't make you the cool in person. The truth is the truth. 
And as Ben Shapiro has said many times, facts definitely do not care about your feelings. Facts are just facts. Like it or hate it, it's just the truth. And the fact that I saw an article writing about uh, the team that I like, and there was a lot of people really upset that they're going to wear a BLM sticker. Uh, they said, well, it's good because all these right-wing rednecks won't be showing up to the game or we won't miss them. And I thought, wow, can it be that hard for a journalist, air quote journalist, to actually read something and do research? Huh. I mean, I thought that was part of their job. Can they not be bothered to do their job? I mean, is it too fucking hard to do your actual job, your job title? No, can't do it. Can't actually read the platform because it's on the internet. You don't even have to get physical paper to do it. And you too can read the platform. Now, if you haven't went and read what BLM Inc. stands for, uh, there's not very much about black lives. There's a whole lot about tearing down patriarchy. In other words, men, especially white men. There's a lot to do with transgender rights and a lot to do with communism and Marxism with the, uh, with equity instead of equality. It's all about equity and equity of outcomes and all way down at the bottom of the page. It says, Oh, well we, you know, are against police violence. Okay. I mean, most of the country is against police violence. If it is unnecessary, a hell yeah, I am. You know, I'm a person that has believed for a long time that the uh, police shouldn't be militarized. But now there is no choice. What are you going to do? There's literally guerrilla forces trying to take to the streets and burn, pillage, rape, kill all in the streets. What are you going to do then? Then you have to militarize the police force. So, of course, you have to have it now. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for setting us back another 50 years. We really appreciate that. But, no, I decided I would watch some college football because I love college football. And I turn on college game day, and I should have known better. I should have. But the worst part of it all, you know, we're going on with all the social justice on and on and on, and I'm listening to these D1 athletes who are one step shy of being professional athletes. They are at very prestigious schools for athletics. They are on full scholarship. They are fed and clothed and housed and have a free higher education and networking to go on the rest of their life to go into, um, you know, say announcing or journalism or business or go into the business of moving on to professional ranks. So it was truly the oppressed. You know what I mean? I mean, the truly downtrodden and oppressed amongst us um, at universities that I could never afford, nor many of most of the people that I grew up with could afford to even go to much less get it for free. And plus national exposure. And I mean, it goes on and on and on the perks of being a major D1 college athlete. Nonetheless, there's the parade of all about, you know, equity 
because it's never about equality. Equality has been reached. Now it's equity, which I'm sure I have discussed. It's two different things, and it is very different. I firmly believe in equality completely, and we were well on our way to a colorblind equal society when a certain 44th president came along and decided to make the division so big that we had to set everything back 50 years. Only problem is we're not talking about equality anymore. Now we're talking about equity and equity only comes from hurting people. That's all it ever has been from because you can't create equity without tearing down some people or a whole group. That's just the way it is. That's just the facts. So I'm turning it on and I just, I finally had to turn off the volume. It's just on and on and on and on and on. And then I saw Kirk Herb Street bawling his eyes out about all this. And I wanted to hang myself with a belt from the shower curtain. Oh, Kirk Herb Street quarterback at Ohio state been involved with college athletes for probably 30 years at least since he was in college. Same question I have for Joe Biden. You were around for a really long time, Kurt. Probably one of the biggest names in college football when it came to analysis and and access to every locker room all around the country and access to all the biggest platforms of media to talk about. And suddenly... In 2020, you realize there's this huge problem that you've been a part of. It's so bad that you're in tears. Give me a fucking break. Stop with the crocodile tears. Stop with the lying. Shut the hell up and talk about football. It's real simple. To people like myself who know what's going on, because obviously it's not about equality. It's about a narrative to win an election, it makes me physically nauseous and then rage-filled to see the crocodile tears from someone like that about the supposed social justice campaign that we are on, you know, to loot Target. Because that, I mean, you need to get Target, Nike, and Gucci You need to rob those because that's how we're going to raise up with a Black Panther fist in the air to shoot some cops and tear down the neighborhood and rob a store. That's going to cause some equity. Right, Kurt? You better get on that train, sir. What a farce and a joke and a nauseating bullshit session that was. And unfortunately... It's about 30 minutes of my life that now I can't get back. And I'm sick of hearing how I don't understand. (sighs) Don't understand. It's one of those things that is very infuriating. You tell me that I don't know what I know that I know. That I cannot see what I see in front of my face. That I cannot hear what I hear happening all around me. You're telling me to deny all my senses, be blind, deaf, dumb, and stupid, and listen to a narrative that I know to be absolutely a fucking lie. That's what you're asking me, and I'm sorry, no 
no offense to anyone, but I'm not buying. Go sell crazy somewhere else. We're all stocked up here. And now, take a break in the middle to let you know that uh, I did. I got just uh, about another day or two, maybe a couple, a eh, few, few days. Eh, we'll see. Uh, the website will be up. Uh, the Patreon is up. And so, just trying to get people, see who wants to join. And what you get with, uh, I think it's the basic membership, you get early access to all the uh, all the podcasts. So, uh, I'm not sure exactly how all that works, but I'm pretty sure you get it like a day early. So, you know, it'll publish first for you and then it comes out to everybody else. So, that's cool. And that's at like the base level, like a five buck thing. Um. And then the next tier up, you get like the early episodes and, uh, um, God, I gotta look, you know what? I should write things down. I'm so big on just doing it off the cuff that I should write things down. But I do know, uh, the mid tier you get, uh, obviously you get the early access and you get a bonus episode, which we're going to start doing. And, um, I had to get some messages what to do on that. I thought about doing something just, uh, fun, just, you know just laugh about something for 30 minutes or something. Uh, just rant about something and make it funny. Uh, either that, or we could just do something off topic, like not about politics and stuff, you know, maybe just something completely different. Uh, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, the second group, you get early access and a bonus episode. And then the uh, next one up, you get, uh, all that plus, uh, some ask me anything. So you just send me a message, ask me anything, and I'll be answering it, uh, on the podcast. So, uh, hopefully some people take advantage of that and maybe we can build this thing further. So that is what I'm working on. And then plus the website will be up, which I'll have like a little blog thing on there or whatever. And, uh, yeah, just building it bigger and bigger. Really glad to see more and more people listening. It looks like it's building a lot quicker and, uh, it's very encouraging. Like I say, you know, I'm just an average guy. I'm not a famous guy. I'm not anything like that, but more and more people are listening. So it makes me happy and it makes it worth setting down and doing this. And that is the real enjoyment is to know that I can help not only enlighten, but educate and, and, you know, maybe just say the things out loud that you're thinking in your head, whatever it is, uh, please keep listening and make sure, I mean, you can find it anywhere, Spotify, iTunes, all the places you find podcasts and, uh, rate and review. Cause that always helps. Uh, the review doesn't matter much. The five stars do. So that, that's the important part. The other part's not so much. So yes, do that. Check out Patreon if you would like. Uh, that's always appreciated. And I'll probably announce the people as they join and, and give them a thank you, uh, of course. And uh, we'll see where that goes. But uh, well, now we'll get back to the rest of the show. Okay. So I'm sure that you uh, might have heard uh, one of Biden's crazy slips earlier this week. Uh, or maybe it was into last, who knows? Well, it would have been last week, but anyway, where he was talking about, uh, you know, now they blame all the violence and all the protesting. It's all about Trump. It's all because of Trump, you know, uh, it's all his faults. And, uh, they said, well, we would never, ever, you know, promote anything like this. You know, I mean, it's all Trump. It's all because of him. So here's a wonderful montage of, Democratic leaders, people from the media, 
And just let me know what you think if they might be the ones that are stealing and inciting all the violence. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. If they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if he lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murderers. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. Sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and our honoring our Constitution are are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. So that was uh, wonderful. Um, I'm just wondering, uh, you know, one of the last ones there was uh, Kamala saying, they're not going to stop, they're not going to stop, they're not going to stop. I think it was like eight times she said they're not going to stop. Uh, this is also the woman that was uh, sending money and raising money uh, to bail murderers and rapists out that had gotten arrested, you know, for looting and rioting in uh, Minnesota. So, um, yeah, that was interesting. And, of course, Drunk Nancy's on the air. I don't know. Man, maybe... Here's an idea. Maybe they should do a breathalyzer before you can vote in the House. I guarantee you that bitch would fail every day. I don't know how anybody stays that messed up and uh, still function. I guess she doesn't have to drive. Uh, but she uh, she manages to be drunk enough to slur everything all the time. I mean, she just talks to ladies all the time. We domestic terrorists in the White House. It's like, all right, Nancy, yeah, go knock back a few more and go the fuck to bed. Jesus. Whew. These people are terrible. These people are awful. Of course, you did have drunk Johnny Depp on there going, when was the last time an actor shot a president? I don't know. John Wilkes Booth, a fucking Democrat from the Confederate South. Is that what you're saying you are there, Johnny? Johnny, you want to stand up for slavery again? Is that your deal? Huh? You know, aligning with the Confederate flag now, sir? All you fucking woke morons? 
I don't know how many. Where's John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I don't know. He was still stuck in the fucking Democratic South. We need to move you there? Is that what you're saying? You're all about slavery, huh? Because they killed Lincoln because he freed the slaves. Because he was a dictator, too. Think about it. These people are literally lecturing you about racism while they proudly talk about an avid racist who shot the first Republican president because he freed the slaves and defeated the Democratic South. (laughs) Yes, the irony is not lost on me either. It's actually quite funny watching them squirm. You see, here's the problem. People wonder why a lot of a lot of people like myself have so much uh wouldn't say hatred, but so much angst when it comes to the other side. Well, here's the problem. The problem is there is no way to defend your party's history. The only way is to erase it, hide it, lie about it, and get other people to cover it up. Because it is the most despicable history of any political party other than maybe the Nazis, and there's even ties there, which we've talked about. So whether it's the first Democrat Andrew Jackson discriminating and doing terrible things to the American Indian or whether it's the years of slavery and the Ku Klux Klan and the revival of the Ku Klux Klan by Democrat Woodrow Wilson and the progressives like Margaret Sanger who inspired Nazi death camps and was personally thanked by some high-ranking Nazis, to inspiring the Nazis with their Jim Crow laws, to the fight against desegregation, such as George Wallace. Wallace. I mean, and Bull Connor, Obama invoked their names to try to push it onto the Republican Party. These are Democrats, you jackass. These are people from your party. Every damn one of them. And yes, they were despicable human beings who did terrible damn things. And just because you think that you're smarter than every damn buddy else, which I hate to tell you, you are not, sir. You can't make it go away. George Wallace was a staunch Democrat, a staunch racist, and died a Democrat. Bull Connor, Democrat sheriff, died a Democrat. And a staunch racist. Robert C. Byrd, staunch racist, staunch Democrat, died a staunch Democrat and a staunch racist. Along with Al Gore Sr. Good old Al Gore. I mean, you know, if the sun turns just right, then, I mean, it might uh, heat up the earth. And, you know, I mean, all the ice is going to melt and we're going to be, uh, you know, what the hell ever. Shut the hell up. That's all a cover for the fact that your dad spent the longest filibuster in history trying to block civil rights, you jackass. That wasn't that long ago. You see, this history is despicable. And they've revived it now. 
BLM and Antifa are just the new Ku Klux Klan. Speaking of the Ku Klux Klan, is it any wonder why the biggest racist in America, Richard Spencer, why he signed on with Biden? Because the Ku Klux Klan's always, I mean, it was created by the Democrats. You see, they leave a lot of parts out of history. You know, they always talk about lynchings. You know who else can be offended by lynchings? Because no one seems to be able to mention it. No one seems to be able to actually do the fucking research and read history. Hmm. You see, yes, two-thirds of them were black. They were black usually Republicans and they weren't going to vote for the Democratic Party so they had to be hung but you see the other third were white Republicans it's just the truth and I hear them talking about people like Ida B. Wells Ida B. Wells fought staunchly against lynchings and against the Democratic Party. I heard that name invoked just the other day when they were talking on college football about Ida B. Wells. Ida B. Wells would smack the shit out of all of you idiots that are following blindly the absolute albatross that is the Democratic Party. Just the truth. Sorry. They never mentioned that Douglas, Frederick Douglas, Republican, Martin Luther King Jr., Republican. They just want to co-opt everything that was arbitrary to them because they know they cannot defend their history. I see them with pictures of Abraham Lincoln behind them and everything. And I'm wondering, well, what is he doing there? He's the first Republican president. What is he doing behind Barack Obama at the Democratic National Convention? <laughs> and then he invokes talking about thinking there's still Bull Connor and George Wallace, two more Democrats. What are you doing? But the problem is they've lied so much and they keep changing everything to change history to change the truth you just can't change it and yes many times in recent history it's been thought that the republican party were more the upper class the more wealthy the more snobbish party which is really just ridiculous it's been the party of freedom since Abraham Lincoln took the nomination and won the presidency. <sighs> I just wish, like I said, all these people that are marching and especially all these young athletes who are kids, let's be honest, they're kids. Why no one can find it within themselves just to tell the truth, teach them true history. There are many stories, many lives, many things to teach, to set examples 
it just it blows my mind that we can't set a decent example that we just have to sign on to this bogus narrative <sighs> some days it gets exhausting and I think man I got to get on there and I've got to make this case I've got to make this clear and then I think man I just I mean the people listening are, I mean they know most of this how can I get it out to the people that don't know this and that's what I really want to do and that's what I'm working towards is finding the people that don't know the truth that don't know history that just hear this insanity and see the the edited videos to make them uh just make them hate and never know the truth i did see one encouraging thing but it's 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 a double-edged sword again um everyone knows about the trump supporter that was shot in portland and uh, obviously an assassination uh if you haven't seen the video look it up uh I mean, you're going to have to look on a more conservative site so you don't have it edited. Um, I mean, the guy's walking down the street, him and his buddy walking down the street, and all of a sudden you hear somebody yell, hey, we got one right here, we got two right here, come on, pull it out. And the guy just pulls out a gun and blows the guy away because he was wearing a Patriot's prayer hat. Um, but then they knew who it was. He was identified, and nobody arrested him. In fact, he had plenty of time to go and do an interview with Vox. I mean, the police can't find him, but the but Vox can. Go, f go figure. But anyway, of course, I guess this guy was too stupid to realize there was video of it, and video was everywhere. So I guess the guy's just a moron. Uh, but he did an interview saying, oh, they surrounded me, and the guy had a knife, and he was going to kill me, and all these Trump supporters were surrounding me, and they were going to kill me, so I had to shoot him. I... I mean, you're just stupid at that point. You just look like a moron because, I don't know, we have the video. No one's around, asshole. Sorry. Uh, you're just an absolute douchebag. But the douchebag got what he deserved. Uh, apparently, the local police were not uh, kicking into action, but uh, federal officers, I guess either from Homeland Security or FBI, uh, went to serve the warrant for murder. He pulled out a gun, shot at the police, and was killed. So, um, you know, you walk up and assassinate people. And he said, he goes, well, this is just the Civil War. I felt like that was uh, the first shot in the Civil War. And, I mean, he basically, he just, he didn't basically, he flat out said that he wanted to start the Civil War. Um, but I guess he lost. End of day. You just murdered somebody for absolutely no reason. And again, he found out that, um, you know what happens? The police show up and they're going to arrest you. Um, if you pull out weapons, there's real good chance they're going to kill you. So uh, I, I guess he hadn't watched the news enough or hadn't paid attention uh, to know that that's what happens. More times than not, that's what happens. Uh, not that it really, you know, what do you say to that? I mean, you don't want death and destruction on the street, and you don't want a civil war. And I really, really hope that's not where we're going. And I know it feels scary, and it feels like it could be any minute. But Benjamin Franklin always said that freedom is always one step away from being lost. And it is. It is. One step away.
We learned that in this uh, stupid year that is 2020. We have definitely learned that lesson. All your freedoms are just one step away from being gone. And more than ever in this country, that is so very true. I mean, it seems like every day that you could, (laughs) something else could change and you could be, everything could be shut down and you could be stuck at home again. Some insanity. But I will say this, truly, honestly, best way I know how, what I would say to the, what I feel are confused and lied to young people is that the stories you should be hearing are not the stories of armed robbers, felons, rapists, who decided to break the law, fight and resist, and end up even tragically dying at the hands of police. The stories you should hear is the story of America. It is the story that anyone from anywhere can be anything If you work hard and dedicate yourself to it, you can be a success and you can climb any height. Just like a poor kid from a housing project in Detroit can become a brain surgeon and in some of the highest offices in the land. that a slave could earn her freedom and then later own a lot of the property that became downtown Los Angeles and be the first female millionaire. A woman could grow up in the Jim Crow era in the South and rise to be a billionaire and own TV networks. The stories are endless. They are endless. From homeless as a teenager, washing dishes, to doctorates from the highest laws, highest halls of higher education, to one of the most revered economists. The stories don't end there. These are the stories of America, the only place on earth that it can happen. You see, kids from nowhere in the worst living situations can find what they're good at, excel at it, and become vastly wealthy and names we all know, whether it be in entertainment, in sports, science, or business. You see, that's the story we're not telling. That's the story that we're leaving out because it doesn't fit with a narrative that can keep people in fear and voting for power. These are stories that are 
lost in many in many ways or just not told these are the stories and the ideas that make this the greatest country to ever exist on earth and as far as we know even in the universe now we may not be perfect and god knows we're not but we have worked to form a more perfect union and yes our country is very diverse and that too is actually a testament to what freedom can do you see no one nowhere else on earth has the diversity of america and the fact that we're not all in different groups and different clans out killing each other is a testament to what the most beautiful ideas can create we are a country of borders but we're also a country of ideas and to tear down those ideas well you just tear down everything that has been the beacon of light and the standard to which everyone measures their lives you see it's never talked about that poverty in america would be middle class in many parts of the world people don't celebrate america because it doesn't fit their agenda and all we are doing is creating hatred and division on a subject that we should be more united on than any other and maybe there are problems and those problems do have solutions but destroying the greatest idea that anyone's ever tried and the best experiment that's ever happened is not the answer to those problems there is a reason that it says e pluribus unum from many one so you can't travel anywhere else and become a citizen and be you can't go to china and become chinese because see it's not just a country but it's a race you can't go to africa and become african because it's a country but it's also a race you can't do that anywhere else except the united states of america anyone can come here they can succeed and they also can become the most privileged of all people on this earth and that is an american you see there is no end to where we can go the greatest advances that have ever been known not just in science technology and human existence 
we created that by creating the freedom of thought, the freedom of idea and the reward to work hard. And this too can be yours. There is no way to perfect the idea. You can only perfect the hearts and minds of those who live within it. So that's my message and I will have more coming up and I will be back on Thursday. Hopefully nothing goes awry between now and Thursday. Uh, no, I'll be back Thursday with the, the Eric's rants, of course. Um, and, uh, pretty soon we'll see if we get some people coming on, on board with Patreon and whatnot. And we're going to start making those bonus episodes, but uh, you should shoot me a message and let me know if there's uh, maybe you have a thought on what we should do with them, whether it should be funny or just completely off of the culture topic. We'll figure it out. But one way or another, there will be bonus episodes for those people. So we will keep working towards that and working on growing this uh, great idea that I've had that uh, maybe it shouldn't just be famous people and maybe it shouldn't just be the talking heads that uh, always give you their ideas, just the ideas of a regular guy. And hey, seems like some people enjoy it. So keep listening, keep rating and reviewing, and we'll keep growing. And I'll keep coming back to do it because I love to do it. And uh, until Thursday, just remember, it's no agenda, just 